If Genny Kuznetsov is looking to put last season behind him, and is Nick Dowd being targeted? We'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. The NHL season is here, and I would love to talk Caps hockey with you one-on-one. And we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LockedOnNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's Terms of Use for details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the team building day for the team. Uh, yes, there are a lot of new players on the team, and uh, there's the veterans, and it would be good if they could get acquainted, and not just on the ice, in real-life situations. They golf today, they most likely had dinner today, uh, and then they're going to start practicing tomorrow or today as you listen to this on Wednesday And it's ultimately the right thing. Again, there's a lot of young guys on this team. It would be good to have some conversations and and play a a round of golf with Ovi or Backstrom. Uh, So that is what is going on today. Later in the show, we will talk about what Frank Saravalli talked about in the Daily Faceoff podcast. One of his predictions was that Dowd, it would be targeted for a trade. Kind of an intriguing thing. We'll talk about that in the show. But just to get it going here, Evgeny Kuznetsov is looking to put last season behind him. And we know why. He had an off year, suffices to say. But ultimately, I think that he has what it takes to be that really outstanding center for this team. I just think that there was a disconnect between Kuzi and Peter Laviolette. Well, we don't need to worry about that anymore as Peter Laviolette is now the head coach of the New York Rangers. And we have Spencer Carberry, uh, who seems to be more in step with Kuznetsov, philosophically speaking and play-wise. One of the things that Evgeny Kuznetsov had said is he said that he didn't like Peter Laviolette's brand of hockey, you know, where you kind of dump it in and chase and then screen the goalie. He goes... That's not what kind of hockey I'm used to playing. I don't feel like I'm being utilized to my full potential. And he was a first-round pick. Let's just take a look historically on what kind of player Kuznetsov is. I think that sometimes we forget what kind of player he really is. He had a down year, but let's face it, a lot of players have down years, uh, some more than others. And one of the things that Kuznetsov has had said is, I could be the best player in the NHL if I wanted to be. I just don't want to put the work in. Um, but he is kind of a quirky guy. And I don't really know if he meant that or not. But one thing I do know for sure is that he is looking to put 
uh, last year behind him. So there are some words uh, outside on new signage outside MedStar uh, Capitals Ice Complex that says, quote, something to prove, unquote. And what does that mean? That this team has something to prove. They have something to prove to themselves. They have something to prove to the NHL that, yes, we're still that. We are still a legitimate threat in the National Hockey League and in the Metro Division. And we do still have something to prove that there are players on this team that have chips on their shoulder. And I think that a lot of people uh, have panned this team. Uh, Many people think that they don't have any hopes uh, for making it to the playoffs. So there is that something to prove. And I think that they do have that. They have the right ingredients in place uh, for real victory and none other uh, more so than Evgeny Kuznetsov, who had a down year. Listen, I think that if Evgeny Kuznetsov is fully engaged, that could change the outlook of this team in certain regards. I mean, he plays a big role on this team, and uh, we're looking for him to step up. I mean, we know what happened in the summer where they were trying to trade him. He said he wanted out. Let's just put that all in the rearview mirror. Through 81 games last season, Kuznetsov had his struggles, both personally and and on the ice, 12 goals and 43 assists for 55 points, his lowest in a decade. So to say it was a down season would be an understatement. But again, it is my belief that there was a disconnect uh, with Peter Laviolette. And as more time goes by here, we hear that there was that disconnect with Peter Laviolette, that he kind of was this man on an island kind of telling people what to do, and not everyone was really buying what he was selling. And I don't want to disparage Peter Laviolette. I think he's a fine coach. I just think he's, you know, one of these typical old guy coaches out there that's kind of stuck in his way, not really willing to adapt to the modern hockey, the NHL. And that is what is so important uh, about Spencer Carberry, that one of the youngest guys uh, to ever coach. Uh, so that is one of the biggest things. And I think it what is going to serve uh, the Capitals really well. We have a chip on our shoulders. There's always been high standards. Kuznetsov told the Hockey News and Sammy Silber, as a group, we're going to play for each other. And I feel like everything is on the table for us. We just have to make sure that we know what work we have to put together in on the one-man unit and work as a one-man unit. And that's what it's all about, working together for one common goal to go 1-0 and every single game. That is what is important. Um, and I think that, you know, there is the makings of a really great hockey team. I think that oftentimes when these experts looked at the Capitals and they panned them as just being, you know, this geriatric old team, they didn't see the, the movement that was going to take place. They didn't see Lucas Johansson. They didn't see Matthew Phillips. They didn't see Hardy Hammond Octel. Uh, they didn't see, you know, Max Pacioretty and Joel Edmonds Joel Edmondson at some point that they were judging this team based on last year's roster and not, you know, to be in all transparency, last year's roster wasn't that bad. It's just that this team uh, faced a myriad of different injuries. We know Wilson uh, and Backstrom and Carlson out there that how much different uh, could this team have looked last year uh, had they had a healthy lineup through the entire season? But Kuzi taking uh, things hard about his play last year. And, you know, one of the things about Kuznetsov is he he's not a guy that's happy just with getting a big paycheck alone. If he does not play well, he feels it and he gets down on himself. He has these negative thoughts in his head. One of the things that he did this past summer was to 
distance himself from the negativity. And he went back to Russia and he worked on his game back at home. And because he was sick of it, he was sick of hearing the pressure that he's not this and he's not that. And I think that to a certain extent, when he was talking to Russian media last year, he was frustrated. And uh, I think that, you know, like I talked about that, he was frustrated with Peter Laviolette hockey, that he feels like he was being underutilized, that, you know, he knows that he's this great player, but he just, he doesn't buy with the brand of hockey uh, that Peter Laviolette is trying to sell. And I think that he was frustrated. So it was tough. He says, I feel like every time you've made the playoffs, it's much easier mentally and physically to prepare for the next season. And when you're not making the playoffs, it sucks. It's hard. You feel like it was a waste of a whole year, Kuznetsov said. You try and make some changes or whatever. You're looking for something, right? Sometimes you don't have to change anything. You just keep working, keep doing the same stuff. And the less you have to think about it, the better. And uh, that's one of the things. I think he was overthinking things a lot. I think, you know, some people think that, you know, Evgeny Kuznetsov just didn't care. He didn't care that, that the Capitals weren't playing well. He didn't care that he wasn't playing well. Quite the contrary. And the more uh, uh, that we hear more and more from uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov in these various interviews, we find out that he did care. He cared a whole lot. And I think that weighed heavy on him. Uh, that he wasn't the player uh, that he once was. And I think that he still is that player. Uh, is that going to be the case? I guess we'll find out Friday night. Uh, but I do think that this is going to be a year of resurgence for Evgeny Kuznetsov. I really do. I just see him what he's bringing to the ice out there and how he seems to be playing that much better uh, under the tutelage of Spencer Carberry. Uh, Kuzi is a guy that's not satisfied with that big paycheck, like I said. And some guys are out there. And that's one of a really great quality of his, that he's not driven you know, solely by money, that he wants to be successful as a person, but he also wants to be successful for his team. He does care a lot. And I think it would be short-sighted to think that Evgeny Kuznetsov doesn't care about the Capitals and he doesn't really care about his play. He's just happy that he's making those big bucks. I really, really don't think that's the case. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people think that, but I did hear rumblings out there that, you know, he's just mailing it in. Listen, I think he had a tough season and I think he knows that, but I think that he's headed in the right direction. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Nick Dowd. It hasn't even been the first game of the regular season and already there's chatter out there that other teams could uh, potentially be targeting Nick Dowd. Is that the truth? I'll discuss coming up. The NHL season is finally here, and the Capitals have the season we've been looking for. I absolutely love the NHL, and I know you do too, and that's why I want to tell you about the Sleeper app. The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, and it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy sometimes just putting a little bit of money on these games can make it that much more exciting uh, you know there's a lot of games going on tonight just like you take a look at the Blackhawks versus the Penguins sometimes it's just funny to have a little bit more money on the game uh, to see Connor Bedard out there as he makes his historic run so use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for more details. 
Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you have to do what you should do, not what you want to do, but you still can do it? Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Listen, sometimes we all go through things that are difficult in life, a loss of a parent, a loss of a pet, just the daily struggles of the day-to-day life. Sometimes it can be difficult. That is why you need better help. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL today to get 10% off your first month. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. The regular season starts Friday, and I've got you covered, so make sure and follow or subscribe Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, I am going to talk about one of the things that I heard in a podcast today on the Daily Faceoff about Nick Dowd. Uh, and it was one of his bold predictions for the year that a team that is making a push for the Stanley Cup might seek the services of Nick Dowd. And one of the things that Frank Saravalli had said is that it is a name that is not too familiar to a lot of, you know, fans outside of the DC market, but there is a buzz within the certain circles within the NHL about would he be a good fit for a team that is making a push for the Stanley Cup, maybe a target at the trade deadline. Um, and it's interesting because I think that Nick Dowd plays a huge role on this team. And I want to say, I want to just say for the record right now that I'm against that kind of move. For one, one of the things that Frank Saravalli had talked about is he is not going to yield a huge return. And if he is not going to yield a huge return, then why would the Capitals even entertain that? Um, I guess I don't want to sell him short. I think anything is possible, but it's funny that, you know, we, again, we haven't even played the first uh, game of the regular season and already we're talking about it. Dowd has two years remaining on a three-year extension he signed with the Caps in November of 2021. The deal has an average annual value of 1.3 mil. Uh, there are some knocks against Nick Dowd, I guess, which included a 16-game absence with a lower body issue. Dowd had a good 22-23, setting a career-high goals 13 and points 25. Uh, so he was one of the guys that um, had some issues, and I think that he was one of one of the guys that knocked it out of the park on on the fourth line there when it was Hathaway and Hagelin, and then you know last year it was Malenstein and and Protus, and it was kind of a turnstile there for a while, but. But this year, I think it's going to be Dowd and it's going to be Malenstein and Protus. That is what it is fixing to be anyway. So uh, I don't know ultimately why he made uh, that uh, prediction. But one of the things that we know, kind of like Oshie, he had that core surgery that was done. And uh, he is looking forward to having a productive 23-24 campaign. And everything that we've seen out on the ice thus far uh, would indicate that he is in a good position. I don't think we should start, you know, thinking about moving pieces uh, right now. And I don't think that, you know, what Frank was saying is that they want to move him right now. I think that he is going to be a target uh, at the trade deadline. And because one of the guys, you know, that has just really kind of stood out on that checking line, that fourth line. Um, and I think that other teams are starting to take notice. And I think that, you know, to a certain extent, why a lot of people don't know about him 
that, uh, you know, are NHL fans, but probably haven't heard the name or what team he plays on is because he's not one of the big flashy names. He's not Ovechkin. He's not Backstrom or Oshie or Carlson, Wilson, something like that. But make no mistake about it. He plays a huge role on this team and they ultimately, they really need him on that fourth line this year um, as it is in a bit of transition. Again, everything was kind of uprooted uh, at the trade deadline uh, last year when Hathaway got sent out to Boston. And then, well, Hagelin didn't play last year, but then it was Malenstein uh, that got injured. So then it was kind of mixing in and out there. I think that this fourth line right now is set. I don't want to mess with it. I like Malenstein there. I like Dow there. And I like Protus. And I think that that's a good fit. And, you know, that might have to get tweaked here or there as things do throughout the year. But on paper, I think it looks really good. Uh, it's just funny that uh, the, the rumor mill is already spinning uh, before with the puck drops uh, for the regular season on Friday night against the Pens. But uh, this team is looking for an identity and they are seeking the help of the veterans on this team to help hold it down. Is There is going to be a bit of an infusion of youth. Uh, you take a look at Matthew Phillips. I th- expect Connor McMichael to make this team as well, amongst other players. So you do need that veteran presence. And, uh, you know, it, one of the things that Tom Wilson had said one time is you take a look at when the, the uh, Capitals won the Stanley Cup in 2018, that exclusively veteran team, or it was an exclusively, um, it wasn't exclusively a young person's team either, a rookie uh, team. But that is one of the things that they have to look at is, is just trying to work this this young players with the veterans and try to get uh, something that is going to work. And at the end of the day, they really need uh, that fourth line to be that checking line, to be that identity for this team that we're going to put that line out there and that's going to be the wall that's put up and you're not getting past us. And I think that that is ultimately what they're going to get uh, from Nick Dowd in the fourth line. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about how it was a team-building trip today. Yes, I think that those are important. They weren't just, you know, wasting time. They were getting to know each other. And I'll talk about why I think that is important coming up. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions, doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Listen, there are a lot of uncertainties in life. You need one certainty with your health. Health. That is why you need Jace Medical. Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical. Dot com. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Capitals had a day off on Tuesday, not on the ice, that is. They had a team-building trip where they golfed together. I imagine they had dinner together and just, you know, bonded, you know, talked about and got acquainted with uh, some of the young players, with the old players. And it's important because you are going to be on a team for 
a full season. You want to be comfortable with each other. As a young guy on the team, you don't want to be thinking, well, you know, I don't even really know that Ovechkin guy, or I don't know Nick Backstrom. And I think that just bonding over golfing together, I think, you know, bonding over having dinner together, uh, they're going to be spending a lot of time together on the road uh, in hotels and uh, planes together, that it would be in their best interest to be familiar with each other. So I think that, you know, it is one of the things that is more common in modern hockey than it was years ago. I don't think that they put as much as of uh, importance on it years ago as they do now, but make no mistake about it. I think that it is the right approach to take. Again, you are going into this season and you want to know who you're going to be on the ice with, and you don't want, you know, any unknowing of the guy that you're on the ice with. Uh, So Tuesday off for the Capitals, uh, Carberry says, I think there's huge value in it as far as the team building trip uh, because of the break. I want to break up the week of practice as opposed to being here and practicing four straight days and maybe taking a break off in between. I think it would be a good way to get together as a team, be around each other, to be able to learn some team building stuff that we have planned. And then we'll practice at a different environment, which I always uh, thank for a long break, a long training camp to get our group together in a different environment is a real positive thing. Uh, So they will be practicing at Talbot County Ice Skating Rink on Wednesday uh, at 11 a.m. So, you know, kind of just taking them out of their environment a little bit. They have spent a lot of time practicing at MedStar Ice Complex. I think that what is important is to kind of, you know, like I say, take them out of their comfort zone at MedStar and uh, see what it's like. And also just to kind of break it up a little bit, these uh, preseason with the games and the camps and all that kind of stuff, I think that it can kind of be a bit much at times. So that's what I think it's all about. I don't I don't want to read too much into it. I think that it's just them trying to break it up as they prepare for a really, really huge game, a rival of the Caps, Uh, Make no mistake about it, the Pittsburgh Penguins, one of the biggest rivals that the Capitals have, dare I say, probably their biggest rival. I guess, you know, that's debatable as things have changed over time, but there is bad blood between both of those teams. That is what I know for sure. And I think that the Capitals have got to be ready because the Penguins... Uh, a lot of people around the league are are predicting them to do better uh, this year, better than the Capitals anyway. So another team that's older, uh, and they made the additions of Carlson in the offseason. Uh, is that going to, to pay dividends for them? I guess it remains to be seen. But uh, one thing that I do know for sure is any time the Capitals and the Penguins play together, it is a physical event. I'm talking about uh, Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin and Melkin and Latang. Uh, that they it always bring their A game. So it is going to be an exciting game. Kind of an odd thing, all things considered, as you know, the NHL season is starting here and the Capitals don't play until Friday. Uh, it can be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I think, you know, hopefully it's not giving them too much time to sit there and dwell on things. But all things considered, I think that it's a good move for the Capitals. And I am really, really excited about this season. And it starts on Friday, so you should be excited as well. Listen, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily podcast covering the Washington Capitals year-round. And I want to thank you for everyone that has followed me thus far throughout the summer and into this season. It is because of you that this podcast is successful and I have all of you to thank. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey and I'll talk to you again next time.